we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not going to see Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here again to give you all the latest happening in OC with Real Housewives of Orange County recap. And no, Armin is not my co-host this time. You guys requested it. You guys wanted it. <laughs> the bitch is back. <laughs> Camille Pereira. Hello. How are you doing? Welcome back. I'm good. I'm forgot how to do this you completely like you were literally like second guessing i was like i think our levels are okay i think we're fine i know i'm nervous you were stressed i'm stressed i'm like amped up i've had so much coffee today (laughs) i came in and i was already different about any other day i know true this is like (laughs) this is my life this is normal um what did you think and what have you thought of oc so far i mean we haven't had you on yet i need to know oc is a nightmare in a dream come true at the same time it's an enigma wrapped in a riddle. <laughs> it's an enigma wrapped in a riddle and cash it's pretty i've gotta say it's pretty it's living up to my my hopes and dreams for it so far mainly because i think that kelly dodd is an icon agreed um i've liked her as problematic as she is i don't know what it is about her she just like is so polarizing and that makes me love her (laughs) i absolutely adore her i we're doing our next reality rewind on real housewives of orange county season 11 i can't wait to listen to that and that's on our patreon if you guys want to join our patreon check that out patreon.com slash hot and bravo i might even support patreon for that (laughs) but it's kelly's (laughs) first season and we're like uh, first episode she's already like Jolie's like, I, I don't want to do tennis. I want to do dance. And she's like, we're trying to keep you off the pole, honey. And Jolie's like cracking up. And I'm like, oh, God. Kelly Dodd is fantastic. <laughs> she's she's truly iconic and so quickly gets into it and kind of provided like a shakeup for this cast that had been so stale for so many, so many oh, years. Yeah. So it was kind of great. She honestly has not disappointed up until this point. So I'm just so happy that she is... I'm not happy that it's all about her in a negative way, but I'm happy that she's continuing kind of the of continuing her star moment. I think she is the new queen of OC, especially with Vicky out. I think Tamara wants to be it, but Tamara, not <laughs> Tamara no. can't carry it. Sorry. Sally's carrying the show on her shoulders as <laughs> she's carrying these eight men on her body. Yes, we are talking about the train rumor today. <laughs> She's carrying these eight men on her body. We found out that the train room was not what I thought, which was, you I was think trying it to was? be nice and conservative. And I was like, like conservative with my thoughts of, oh. like, of the, in of, saying that she hooked up with someone on a train, not that she had train ran on her. Because, hooked like, up with someone on a train is the dumbest thing because of course that doesn't matter. Anyway, that's a hooking up at a, on an airplane or a, I don't know. I mean, that's what we were saying, but I was just trying to be a like, car. you know, I didn't think people still use like the term like ran train. Like that was something like we used to like spread rumors about people in like college. Like, oh, that bitch got, <laughs> that bitch got ran train on the party this, last week. This hits close to home it for does. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Not too close to home. Don't worry. That, it is like, uh, it is funny that they keep saying pull the train. Pulled, it's ran train. Yeah. 
It's like, and this was something we would say like in high school. Like yes. OC is literally high school. Remember that song? This is for all you, <laughs> for all you Bay Area people. Mobby train. <laughs> what kind of train? A mobby train. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Probably not good. <laughs> Probably not good. We had a lot of our songs growing up in the Bay Area because me and Camille are from Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. Yep. Um, Camille more so than me. I'm like East Bay. I'm like the <laughs> suburbs. But we shared a lot of like the same like kind of like yeah. childhood like experience. Not childhood experience. Like, experiences. like memories. Like music. <laughs> Musical music's memories. Mo- movies. Musics and movies. Musics and movies. <laughs> and TV shows. Um, but Kelly Dodd is that song come to life, which is, well, well not allegedly. Really. It's a rumor. Allegedly. allegedly. Which I honestly, I don't buy the story. And Kelly Dodd has come out in the press she talked to dave quinn don't worry for <laughs> people she, 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 she had an exclusive guys um and she she said i haven't even had a threesome yeah, that she said that in the in the yeah. confessional too so honestly this is like the the reason that they quote unquote agreed to not bring it up is probably because it's unfounded it's probably just more bullshit that vicky was like you know talking shit about and I'll be honest. Tamara did start a lot of the like she actually put it on camera. It's she, Tamara's fault. Yeah, it's Tamara's fault. But I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised if Vicky before this or in whatever meetings that they were talking about was like, if you get me on camera, I'm going to put I'm going to put this out there, but make it look like I didn't want to do it. And Tamara just will do whatever because she mean, loves Tamara's doing a lot that of kind of stuff. Tamara like yeah. thinks like if she like follows Vicky's orders, she'll be the new queen bee. But it's yeah. like, bitch, you're a Gretchen and you'll stay oh, a Gretchen. And, and she's the messiest of all. Like you guys are gonna see. I think it's the. Oh, uh, actually, no, that's the season before you guys are gonna talk about. But there's this one season. I think it was Shannon's first season where Shannon's like having marriage issues and she talks to. Tamara, I think about them. This was at Heather's party, right? Yeah, but first, before that even happens, she tells, um, she tells Tamara, Shannon tells Tamara about this and is like, you know, I'm just trusting you. Like, this is a secret, like, whatever. We're just having some trouble. And then Tamara goes and tells Heather and Heather somehow knows and finds out. And then when Shannon goes, Tamara, I only told you about this. Did you tell her? She blatantly lies and then, of course, they filmed it, so, so it comes they, out, and they she show it, yeah, yeah. So she's just messy, messy Tamra. Tell the Tamra, that's what they they always say. Well, she was definitely the one who was messiest in this situation because mm-hmm. she's the one who brought up the train. Yeah, it did seem like Vicky kind of set her up, like she, she was like, yeah. "Oh, I know more than you know." And then Tamra's like, "We're talking about the train. Yeah, it's the train." Like, what to use a sports term? I'm gonna probably say this wrong. Sorry, Armin. Like she teed her up. Game? Oh. Right? Is that, oh, did you say that? Up? Teeter up and then Tamara swung. Yeah. I don't know. You, I, yeah, you, you tee up in golf. <laughs> you're probably, so that's correct. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, you tee up in golf. You know, I used to teach I golf. I thought you could do <laughs> Are you being serious? I'm dead. Ass. <laughs> serious. <laughs> you're dead? I'm dead. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Teed up. You yeah, know. she did tear up. She assisted. She gave the assist. Sure. She gave, <laughs> she gave an assist. A layup, if you will. Just kidding. That's not right. A layup is by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) She could have assisted. She could have passed for the layup. Guys, we are not a sports podcast. No, we aren't. We know nothing about sports. (laughs) I maybe know like two sports. There's more than two sports? 
Just kidding. <laughs> there's a hun- there's millions of sports around the world. Wow. A sport is whatever you choose. It hey to guys, be. tune in next week for more sports. Okay, but I I like how Tamara's basically like in the in the car on the way home from this dinner. Have yeah. we learned nothing? Yeah, you guys got, are mic'd. Ran she got ran train on by eight guys. <laughs> pulled the train. Pulled got pulled a train <laughs> by eight guys. And then Shane is like, "We never bring this up ever again. Everyone in this car, this stays in this car, this stays here tonight. We're not bringing it up." Then we get a nice little twelve hours later clip, <laughs> oh, and we come to find out that Bronwyn went home and immediately called Kelly to tell her everything. And she's like, "I didn't know that. Not telling everyone just meant like." Not everyone in the group, like Kelly, like I thought I meant everyone like outside. And it's like, girl, you knew you. Oh, she knew. But I did like later, she says, she's like, I'd rather be a bitch that starts shit than a liar. Mm. Because honestly, same. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'd rather say something and be like, yeah, that's the truth. You were a shitty person. She deserved to know because we're talking about her like literally you, getting like. Housewives 101 or maybe 103 because Housewives 101 apparently according to, to Kelly Ben Simone is, is PR. All press is good press. Um, Housewives 103 Love is like, it always tell, if you are friends with that person, always tell them. tell them when shit's being said about them. You have to. Better, better yet, do it on camera. But if you want to be a true homie, do it off camera. Hey, guess what? Kyle tried to do that. And look what, what happened to her. Who? Kyle Richards. Oh, I think he said Cal. Kyle. Yeah. Cal. Cal. Goodbye, Cal. Um, yeah, exactly. So I say good job, Bronwyn. Honestly yes. shocked that Gina did not. I'm shocked that Tamara and Shannon, I mean, they heard it too from the same source, so they probably were trying to protect that source. Yeah. But it's it's like, obviously do it. Obviously. I mean, the, the, it's... It was the only right thing to do. And so I think the, that the woman being mad at Bronwyn mm-hmm. for telling the truth is like kind of like stupid, stupid. It, it's not needed. But I mean, Shannon's like, I'm not getting into this. She's like, I think Vicky and Kelly are both bad. So I'm not going to deal with this. Um, I'm just going to plan a trip for Gina. Like she's like, I'm just going to go completely left field and plan a trip for Gina. And everyone's like kind of like weirded out by this because... Shannon did not like Mm -mm. Gina before. No. And also Shannon being all of a sudden fine with Vicky is so weird to me. I don't understand it. I, so my thing is, is I have this theory and I was talking to, I I don't know if I said it on this podcast, but I said it on, I was talking to Kelsey about it. Mm -hmm. And I think now that Shannon's single and she doesn't have to like, she's not like, I want to say like, I'm going to say like attached to her husband. Mm -hmm. She's realizing she needs girlfriends and mm. she needs that like support system. And so she's being like nicer and more open and like, yeah, like letting things like bygones be bygones kind of being like she said tonight, neutral. She's just trying to be there and be friends with everyone, like trying to be the good person. Like, I think she's just trying to like hold on to her friendships because that's all she has right now. Well, in this moment, now she's got like a pretty like attractive boy thing. <gasps> Have you seen him? No. Well, also oh her and Bronwyn hang out every single night. Like, no Weird. joke, they're, like, best friends now. Oh, that's not who I would have expected. Oh, I love them together. They got, like, the cops called on a party the other night, and they, like, took photos with the cops. Oh, my God, that's that's actually really funny. They're so fun. It's cute. Yeah, um, she can be fun. But, yeah, no, I'm, like, you know I'm a bedore whore, so she's <laughs> my favorite housewife in the OC. Yeah, Kelly Dodd's fantastic. She's a queen, but I think Shannon Bedore is my ultimate. I love her. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to go, well... I loved how uh, Kelly Dodd responded to the allegations. 
This is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> this is absolutely road crash. <laughs> like screaming, slurring her words. I was like, dead. There's nothing better than Kelly Furious. I'm called a dog. And there's like two speeds. There's like, there's like, okay, there's like two versions of Kelly yelling. There's like excited yelling and then there's furious yelling. And there's no, there's only neutral in confessions. And maybe like once or twice, but that's it. She's wired on this. Oh, God. As anyone Wouldn't would be. you be? Like, this is really... Th- first, the Coke allegations. Then this. Like, why... I would be so furious if I was Kelly Dodd after she just told all of these ladies, like, look, the Coke allegations fucked not only me, but my, but my daughter. daughter. Yeah. Can you guys cool it on this? And they still and went they and this? did yeah. this. None of Jolie's friends are going to be able to stay the night now because no. they're getting Coke and men. Pull a train, pull a train, uh, a phrase we thought was out in 2010. Dude, I haven't heard that literally since t- I graduated in 2011. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I was a little bit younger than you. So <laughs> it's been, it was still around. No, honestly. Yeah. No, since like the early, like early 2010s. Yeah. Crazy. I like, and I think it's cause OC is literally high school. Like these women it's are true. so catty and so like young Mm -hmm. because like i mean last episode we had kelly being like yeah or sorry this is season 11 not last episode but kelly's (laughs) even like yeah i was just like on the chair team and like i would always come to oc for vacation like there and i had to move here and so i did (laughs) and i was like oh my god literally you just look like a high school dream yeah so i mean classic kelly kelly's kelly is such a fascinating person to me i feel like she's just like also one thing that she said that i've always like thought was a really like interesting indication of her personality is like one time they were talking about, uh, I don't know. I can't remember what, what reunion this was, but they were like, Oh, you know, did, did you watch the show before you started? And Kelly chimed in and was like, yeah, cause you guys don't know this. I love that little dig. You guys don't know this, but when you go for a job interview or when you're about to start a new job, you research. So of course I watched the show. And so I was like, oh, Kelly is smart. Mm-hmm. Like she knows her way around this and doesn't. And like, she's not afraid to fight or, you know, get dirty or whatever. But when it, when it's these like super low blows, uh, I guess I shouldn't be talking. She's, she's pretty low herself. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> It's like, whoa, 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 no wonder whoa. your daughter doesn't talk to you. That was one of the things that she said about Tamara. There's probably a million more that well, I can't I think mean, of. At least Kelly's stuff is usually based in truth. True. I mean, she did call uh, Emily's husband, what, a twerp? Or like, what did she call him? Oh my God, what did she call She called him a little bitch for sure. A little bitch, yeah. Which, honestly, he is. Yeah. So let's talk talk about Emily and Let's move on. Um, Well, we kind of see a beginnings of something going on with Jean or Emily because... She's like, okay, the jo- the dance I was going to do for my husband, I'm just going to do myself now. And I'm oh. going to turn it into a girl's trip. And that's what I want to do it for. It's a body positivity dance. Good. Like, it's not about the man. Love it. Which I love. I think that's a way better, you know, you don't need to do it for anyone else except for yourself. And I, I'm glad that she's still going to be doing their performance, even though her husband doesn't feel comfortable with it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you go, girl. Shane is a little interesting. And we'll get more into that. <laughs> it's a um, little interesting. <laughs> but I do want to talk about Elvira's crack sister, Elvira from Reno, that was teaching the dance class. <laughs> what was with her eyebrows? Did you see? Yeah, but 
the eyebrows didn't bother me as much as the vibe was really intense. It was just like too much. It was too much. Like, I don't know how Kelly and uh, she was like, Gina could sit in there. You know Bronwyn. who she was? She was, do you remember? Uh, I don't remember what her name was, but I, I feel like she was like really big for like a moment in like 2006. The like choreographer for the Pussycat Oh dolls. my God. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. So she's her and Carlton if they were the same oh person. Oh my uh-huh. God. <laughs> That's 100% who it is. Yeah, right? That's insane. Yeah, what was her name? The red-headed lady? I can't even remember God, I name. can't even remember. But yeah, she was like, I'm like the choreographer Nicole. of the Pussycat Dolls. Yeah. And then all that stuff came out that people were like, the Pussycat Dolls is a prostitution ring. <gasps> and then she was like, no, it's not. And I'm it's like, like, you're no, the mistress. We're just, we're just, yeah, right. You're the, you're the madam. The madam. Um, but while Bronwyn and Kelly are visiting Emily while she's practicing and they're like obviously supporting her because she's Mm -hmm. killing it. She looked actually fantastic and she picked up on the moves so quickly. I was really, really impressed. There's nothing (laughs) Emily can't do for real. Um, But they're like, it's weird that Shane wouldn't support Emily in this. And Bronwyn's like, my husband would support anything I do just because that's what a a partner does. Mm -hmm. They support you in whatever you want to do, whatever you want to achieve. Even if it is a sexy dance. And she's like, and Kelly's like, yeah, it's also weird because like he would get horny basically. Like why, why wouldn't he want to like share this moment with her Mm -hmm. and like let her feel best in her own body. And then Kelly says, Shane's not a man's man, which is like implying more that he's a little bitch. (laughs) But what do you think about the Gina Shane situation? Because we do get into it a little bit later when they're in Beverly Hills and she's crying and she's like, I just, I feel like I can't pinpoint what is wrong. And Gina's like, you can pinpoint it. Yeah. She's just choosing not to. She's yeah. choosing to ignore it. I'm going to just go out on a limb and say it is Shane. 100%. How do you feel about his like taking the bar in a hotel and like not seeing his family for months. I think he's crazy. I understand. Everyone always says like, I get it. I took the bar and I just wanted to blah, blah, blah. And didn't, um, what's her face from Southern charm, New Orleans. She got that apartment so she could study for the bar. Right. And like, yeah. And then look at what happened. And look at what happened there. So I feel like (laughs) I get it. I understand you have to devote your whole self to that. But when you have children, you have a wife, you gotta, you There's gotta, part, you gotta participate somehow. You can't just like isolate yourself completely. And you can't be mad when your family is trying, when your wife is planning your birthday and hosting it for your, or like your, parents your parents' birthday, birthday. And he doesn't even show up or, show up or call or whatever. It's just wrong. And also the woman is trying to do a sexy little surprise for you and you're going to be mad about it. Like, good night. Bye, bitch. That's divorce. <laughs> That's ground. If, if I wanted to do a sexy dance and my partner was like, no, I'd be like, bye. And you're like, fine. Save it for someone else. I'll be like, okay, then I'm going to be performing it every Wednesday night at the Abbey <laughs> on the main stage. <laughs> I'm going to call Robin for Anton the from the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> Me and Robin Anton, if we're going to do it, I'm talking about loosening up my buttons. <laughs> like, oh. oh, man. Um, oh. Well, and before they get to go to Vegas, um, they get to go to Beverly Hills. Boo. The ladies know. So Shannon <laughs> is planning a trip for Gina just because. Just before we get into it, my favorite montage when they were like showing like Beverly Hills, like Chanel and whatever. And then they show Villa Blanca. Villa Blanca. <laughs> Honestly shocked they didn't eat there for lunch. Me too. Um, but Gina's planning this. Gina's never been to Beverly Hills. So Shannon's like, I want to take. 
she went to Beverly Hills. Like she needs to like experience Beverly Hills mm-hmm. and like all this stuff. And it's like, really? <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm being serious for a second. I worked in Beverly Hills for the past like two years, almost like Beverly Hills is terrible. <laughs> It's always crowded. It's always busy. You can never get around on the streets. It takes you 20 minutes to get two blocks. <laughs> literally, it's all tourists. The restaurants, like, some of them are good, but some of them are, like, literal shit. It's just, like, a tourist place. Like, it's not fun. And they don't even go have lunch in Beverly Hills. They go have lunch in West Hollywood yeah. at the Mondrian, which, debatably, 100%, a better restaurant. <laughs> I've been in their pool multiple times. <laughs> And I got to say, their chicken nugs are friggin' amazing. <laughs> their chicken nugs are amazing. You know. Quick plug for Mondrian. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, it was just like a weird thing. First of all, the, the fact that Gina has lived in the OC for three years and hasn't gone to LA once. Like, it would be one thing if she was like, I don't know, not on a reality show. <laughs> but How? Well, she just she said she just hasn't been to Beverly Hills, and it's like, where'd you go downtown? Yeah, da- well, I mean, you know, NBC is actually in like up by here, up by you. Yeah, so maybe she never even made it into the city. Maybe she just hung out in West Hollywood. Honestly, that's probably what she did. That's probably what most of them. Her do. her ex husband. She said that he had an apartment in the Valley. I've always wondered where. But I want to talk about what the drama is, like the cloud over this Beverly Hills trip. Right. Because there's a big like situation going on that involves Emily, Gina, Shannon, and Jeff Lewis. Jeff Lewis. Jeff you you Lewis. managed to sneak your way in Jeff Lewis, again. Josh Jeff Lewis. Jeff Lewis manages to sneak his way into anything. You know, him and my former I boss, know. Patty, actually had a night in the OC. Oh, my God. Where they did like some kind of like talk. I don't know what they do. They just like go talk to people and like answer Probably questions. Probably go talk to Shannon Bedore. And yeah, it was like at the Irvine <laughs> Comedy Center or something and they like hosted a show. So weird. Um, but him and Shannon are friends. Mm-hmm. And evidently him and Shannon were talking. So on his podcast, he's like, yeah, you know, I was talking to Shannon Bedore and, you know, I can't, I can't say too much. I can't say what she said, but, you know, maybe Emily or Gina, they, they're not going to stay. <gasps> and... <laughs> Uh, like when eventually, like eventually leave OC, and so the women take this as like, well, they hear from everyone else that this was sad, and they take this as like, oh, so you hate us? Like you don't think mm-hmm. we're good? You think we're stupid? We're not going to be on the show? So Gina and of course Shannon told them this. Oh, I mean, of course she yeah. told this. She's like lying this through is, her teeth, and she's this like, is, no, this is he is like good friends with her apparently because. Uh, she like loved his show so much that she hired him. That's what yeah. I, I mean. I would hire Jeff Lewis. Yeah. My mom's obsessed with Jeff Lewis. I actually way. really like him. Although I'm very sad about him and Jenny, but that's and for another podcast. Oh yeah. That was pretty sad. And they have the baby now. I know. Rough. Everything's sad. It's just all sad. But anyway, so it's just kind of bullshit that Shannon's really trying to pretend like she did not say that to him, in my opinion. I mean, Yeah. But it's she's also trying to save face, and I think she's like I know, but don't get, get so mad. That's all I'm saying. Well, what I, I, you I love think her. I do love her, so I'm gonna defend her to the <laughs> end. Like you know, it's it's my LVP. It's the hill I'll die on. But I do find it really like really funny that Gina like lets it kind of slide, and she, like 
text Shannon and like, or Shannon texts her and like, you know, they talk and mm-hmm. they work it out. They have a phone call and Shannon's like, you know, this is not what I meant. I want you to know that. Whereas Emily did not even wait for Shannon to even reach out to her and full on blasts Shannon on Twitter and is like, you lost 40 pounds of weight, but you gained 40 pounds of jealousy, <laughs> like fry, frozen fish or is like stupid. Yeah, or something. Frozen like, fish and, is uh, irrelevant. Yeah. Like, like what? And obviously this pisses off Shannon because she's like, you attacked the two things that were going good in my life. My weight loss and my business. And the like, business. I started a business later in life. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, get over yourself. And then Tamara's like over there. She's like, oh, support women. Like, women support. Like, well, <laughs> women supporting women. This is the one problem I have with Shannon is that I do feel like sometimes she can be a little bit like a little hypocritical where it's like. A little. No, I agree. She's a I lot mean, hypocritical. You talk so much shit all the time. You kind of have this like double standard of what you're allowed to say versus what other people are allowed to say. Like this was, this happened last season. This happened the season before this happens every season. It's like, I I just get a little tired of it having watched it for so many years and not really seeing a ton of change. Like it just annoys me. That's why I'm not like a huge, I used to like her a lot. Now I'm kind of like, Oh, she's so whiny. I love her. (laughs) I never stop loving her. I said, I like, housewife I think I'm actually gonna be most like when I'm an adult like I always like say I want to be a Rena like I feel like I am but I truly believe I'm gonna be a Shannon Bedore when I'm older like with the way she like handles her kids like the way she is the breakdowns everyone will know you'll all know you'll all see the truth you'll all see the truth that's my favorite my favorite Um, Shannon moment but I mean but Emily at the same time was not cool to kind of just pop off on Twitter I think it's a very irrational thing to do. And I mean, if you're on a cast with a show and someone says something like that before I would blast off, I would text the person to be like, yo, what went down? Did you hear something? Cause that's my first thing is like, if a cast member's like, Oh, they might not be staying long. I'm like, what did a producer say to you? I would be like, am I on the chopping block? Please tell me that I'm okay. Please validate me. Um, I wouldn't tweet about it. No, she messed up. Um, definitely. She and Gina are in like the messiest phase of their life right now. They're both going through like some weird shit. Like, and so they both go cry outside. Yeah. And they both like are just in like a lot of emotional turmoil and are very erratic. Understandably, it's a lot that they're going through, but it's definitely not the way. And this is kind of a nice segue to like the whole Kelly blow up where it's like, again, Emily brings up this whole drama what was said, asked her what Vicky said, what's this running a train, no, no, no. And then Kelly is furious, leaves, then comes back. And when when she comes back, Gina's like, look, like I think that, you know, the way that you react sometimes, you're so quick to get defensive when anyone says anything negative that it's just not helpful to your situation or to what's said about you. And Kelly just gets so triggered and, gets into speed number two, one of two, um, which is like freaking out so mad at her for even saying her opinion, pissed that she didn't chime in or defend her or tell her none of that. So, so just like, it's so interesting as a contrast because what Emily did was just like the exact same thing that Kelly just did, but instead of doing it 
on Twitter, she's doing it in real life in response to this. So she's jumping exactly. to conclusions without really thinking it through or really managing like, you know, okay, well, let me think about this. Like, let me calm myself down and then speak to them. What Gina did was perfect with Shannon where she called her, she texted her. She was like, hey, what's going on? Let's yeah, clear let's this figure up. figure it out. And then if, if after that you still can't get a resolution, then you can really be pissed. Then you can blow up on Twitter and but do your like, whole thing. Let's be real. This train thing is probably not true. This sounds so far fetched. If it is true, good for her. Whatever. That's I mean, her prerogative. To her. But like, um, it's just, it's a very, like, they don't even know what it is. Like, that's so weird. Like, they don't know what they're saying. They're just trying to cut her down, most likely. Oh, 100%. Um, but yeah, let's get more into like what happens though with like Kelly and Emily and Shannon. Mm-hmm. This, they go to lunch and this is what you were kind of talking about where Kelly blows up at Gina at the end yeah. of the lunch. Um, but Emily and Shannon get head to head and mm-hmm. Shannon basically calls oh, out right. Emily on this. the tweets and is like, you know what? You didn't come to me first. You attacked everything that I did. You went for like two of the mm-hmm. only good things happened in my life. She's like, you're having a bad year this year. I had a bad year last year. So have some compassion, have some right. understanding. And, and she's like, it was hearsay, Emily. Like, you as a lawyer should know. <laughs> and Emily's like, you know, like, I, I'm sorry. I understand. And she wants to apologize. She wants to move forward. And low-key, they can, because probably they could have this whole conversation in, in Spanish. <laughs> because that part on the bus also killed me, where, like, they start speaking Spanish to each other. Because Shannon's Spanish is my Spanish, where, like, <laughs> I can say, like, very minimal, but I do understand a lot more. So I'm like, see, sí, see, sí, uh... And, you know, and she's like, I understand a little, I can speak a little, but I, I, own, I understand more. And she's like going for the whole thing. It's freaking hilarious. It kills me. <laughs> um, but I mean, she's reluctant. Shannon's reluctant to take Emily's apology because she feels like it's too little too late. She should have done it right when it happened, mm. but she ends up taking it. Ladies move on. They're moving forward. And then Emily's like, so Kelly, <laughs> let's talk about what you shit's going down in your house. And <laughs> Kelly gets understandably pissed is like, I don't want to talk about this. She goes to go talk to Jolie on the phone. Cause Jolie calls Jolie was calling because she wanted to check up on her mom. Cause Jolie knows the story. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamara goes to kind of, save herself, I guess. And Shannon follows. Tamara's like, you know, like just ignore it. Like it's bad, like it's bad, but like no big deal. And then of course she's the one who started this in the first place. Mm -hmm. But Kelly just reiterates. She's like, you know, it affects more people than just me. And these are allegations. It's rude. And you guys shouldn't be talking about me. Um, They go back to the table and that's when Gina gives her advice of being like, don't be so defensive, Kelly. If you weren't so defensive and Kelly's like, bitch, you lost your keys, you lost your passport, <laughs> you lost your license, and you lost your husband. Like, <laughs> cool it on the advice right now. Like, let's just chill out for a sec. You lost your passport and, and you <laughs> lost your husband. <laughs> hey, oh, find the lie. Find the lie. Um, but then she straight up calls Gina a disaster. And she's like... She's not wrong. She's like, maybe... And Gina's like, it's supposed to be my day. And she's like, well, maybe shut the F up and it will be your day. Like... <laughs> This is so classic Kelly. And Kelly, like, takes Gina down multiple pegs. Um, Gina doesn't know what to say. We don't even know what the surprise is yet at the okay. uh, at the end of the lunch. Because this lunch was just jam-packed. And my favorite thing is it ends with Bronwyn. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to not bring up the fact that I was yes. the one to call Kelly to, like, start this whole thing. Like, I'm just trying to blend in. And I'm like, oh, my God, Bronwyn's perfect. She's like, it stirs the pot and then kind of blends back. And she's like, I'm just the new girl. Yep. I'm loving Bronwyn. 
Ugh. Brown win. Well, I don't even know what the, what this brown like win. I like her. I want her to have a little bit more, but I'm giving her time. I like her right now. It looks like next episode she's going to get kind of more into the drama because it looks like uh, Tamara calls her a liar. Yes, that's true. Yeah, so I'm ready for this. I need her to, to like step it up because I like her. I like the fundamentals, which is good. The fundamentals are always good. She, I think, never say that ever. Always good. Um, I do want to say, like, I feel like Bravo is like moving like more towards these like type of women Mm -hmm. because this is very like Denise Richards. This is very like Bronwyn, and then the the new one for New York is like kind of looks like she has this vibe too. She's like a former rape girl, like, Mm. but. That also the New New York housewife has like racist, like homophobic things. She used to, okay, get this. This is oh crazy. Guys, this is some tea I'm dropping right now. <laughs> I read it on page six, so I know it's true. Um, evidently, she was like, she met Michael Che on Raya, 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 whatever the, uh-huh. you know, like the celebrity dating app. Yeah. Um, so they met and they were like talking and she was like very like, you only hate me because I'm white. Like you wouldn't say these things. And she was like, everyone else on Raya is gay. And like, she was saying all these like very offensive things. Leah McSweeney. Is that the one? Yes. And Michael Che was like, she was like, are we ever going to meet? And he was like, you do a lot of like offensive, like, like controversial comments to get a reaction. And he's like, I don't want to see the in real life version of this. Oh my God. Which I'm like, Michael Che dodged a bullet. And now yeah. I'm like even more intrigued about who this girl is and how she could be friends with Tinsley. I mean, is that Party really, that, is that that surprising to you? I mean, no, it's not that surprising. I'm going to be real. Oh my God. But, I can't wait. Well, I think we covered it all for OC today. I think we did. It was a fantastic episode. OC has been bringing it. I'm so pleased with OC. Me too. Camille, you need to come back and do OC more. I eh, probably won't. I'm just kidding. Oh, guys, I'll keep your fingers crossed. I'll take the train over here. Oh. I'll pull a train over. Oh, you'll pull a train over here? <laughs> I will not do that. That's horrible. Um... <laughs> And neither will I. Yeah, we'll cut that out. No Thanks, allegations. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, that was OC. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to make sure you don't miss another one of our recaps, we're going to be doing Dallas Below Deck has just also been announced. We're finishing out Potomac Strong. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you guys want to follow us on social media, y'all should because we got some good stuff going on there. Um, our Twitter and our Instagram is at hot and Bravo. That's H O T in B R A V O D. Camille, how can people find you if you'd like them to find you? Yeah. Kelsey always does the a different mystery every time. <gasps> what does that mean? The most recent one was how do you find how do they find you, Kelsey? She said bop badu. She said just <laughs> scream it into the air, and then her Twitter <laughs> handle will fall from the sky. You well, you can go on my Instagram, which is <laughs> Cash Millie. That's easier. Um, but also. Just a reminder, these guys are going to start the OC Patreon. So you guys should go on Patreon and support, and you'll be able to get in between the episodes of Rosie this season. You'll be able to catch up on like all the old season drama and relive those moments and really like just get a walk down memory lane on how Crazy Kelly started. And it's, where she is It's going to be a fun one. And we just finished Vanderpump Rules Season 2. So if you want to relive Vanderpump Rules Season 2 yeah. episode by episode. Cannot wait. Check it out. Our Patreon.com slash Hot and Bravo. There's so many fun things on there. Exclusive yeah. podcasts. If you guys want to check it it's out. It's really good. We'd love you to. Um, and you all can find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Eddie underscore Strata. And we will see you guys in the OC.
next week.